Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Yeah, I feel, I, it honestly feels like a lifetime ago since we did last did this. It's only like a week and a half ago, but... A lot's changed in the world, in your world yeah. anyway. Yeah. It has. <laughs> uh, you don't care path. anymore. It's okay. obvious. Like, you're uh, not interested now. Not interested. Priorities have changed, <laughs> haven't they? We did this for you, but now you don't need us anymore. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch, Season 2, Episode 2. We're back, and we are back. How, how long before you lose count? Uh, I, I, to be honest, I was struggling with two, if I'm honest. That was only, <laughs> only because I said Season 2, did I say then say Episode 2. So. <laughs> I will. I will probably stop naming the episodes next week, and we'll just, you know. But it, we're still in the new season buzz, so I didn't want to lose some of that buzz. Yeah. All that that nay buzz. That sounds like neighbors. Oh like, dear. Like no, I quite like that in a way. I feel I like that could, you could do something with that. I certainly. Hashtag neighbors. Hashtag neighbors. Lovely. So, uh, I am your host of sorts, J.K. Uh, A.K.A. Johnny Two Jabs. That's why, because I got I got my second jab today. So I'm Johnny Two. Oh, nice. I've, I've decided to give myself a new nickname every week, by the way. That's that's the thing that's going to happen now. <laughs> what, was I, what was I the other week? I forgot what I was then. Dickhead. <laughs> that's every no, week. That's every week. <laughs> every week. Oh, no. Was that something pony? Pony boy. <laughs> I can't remember where you got that from, so the context is weird now. <laughs> I know. I forget the context of half these podcasts the second <laughs> the second we stop recording. And I start editing and going, what the fuck were we talking about? Because <laughs> it certainly wasn't neighbours. Imagine what the listeners think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love it. They are sticking with us through thick and thin. Uh, it could potentially be thin this week because there is some thin storylines. Because we have been watching episodes 3,138 to 3,142. Well, some of us did. Adam got a little bit confused, didn't you, Adam? And you watched some other episodes instead. Yeah, I watched a couple of extra ones because I couldn't remember which ones you said to watch. And then I went on the Daily Motion and I just kind of I started just typing in the next number from what I'd watched previously. And then a couple came up um, before the ones you said. So I, I watched them. I watched two. And then you got back to me and said, yeah, what are you watching them for, you dickhead? It's these. So <laughs> I've watched two extras. But to kind of even it up a bit, I didn't watch the last one. Um, so that you can tell us what happened with that. Well, I watched two extras. Those two extras. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> right. Nothing. Um, but there was one over overarching, overarching. Is it overarching or overarching, Tim? You'll know this. Uh oh, he doesn't. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with overarching. I, I would have said um, arcing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's one that is the the 40 hour fox trot, which I will get into. 
Um, there's a couple of other little bits that do pop up in the later episodes, but the 40-hour Foxtrot is done by the episodes you watched, I think. Um, is it done before the 40 hours? It didn't last 40 hours. Already, <laughs> already you've got to be thinking, 40 hours is a fucking long time. Think about it. I couldn't That's stay a long time. 40 hours. Never mind do a little dance. It's terrible. Well, it's consistent dancing. It was something that Amy and Anne had decided to do at the school to raise money for something. Okay. 40-hour foxtrot. Not like 24-hour one, which in itself would be fucking solid. I think you'd agree. Dancing for 24 hours straight, hard. Mm. 40 hours. Um, none of them lasted. So pointless. <laughs> so no what one was raised. No, some, I think it ended up lasting about 24 hours. And that was be, only because so many of the couples had dropped out through injury or boredom. That was basically <laughs> what was happening. So they've, they've organised this thing. Amy's taking all the credit. She's also in it with Lance. Uh, they're a couple. Billy and Anna are a couple in it. They're not a couple couple, but they are a couple in this dance competition. So we can talk about that in a bit, maybe. Um, Hannah's got a partner in it. Joel turns up with someone from work. Harold and Madge are a couple. It, so, yeah, it's not just the school kids. It's anyone can go. So just the whole cast. It's, it's whoever was booked for those episodes. <laughs> we're in it. They had to get Carl to come down to be the doctor in case there were any of any injuries, <laughs> which led to him and Susan being awkward. Um, he dealt with lots of uh, blisters because people were fucked. Uh, Joel actually twisted his ankle. So I know in the later episodes you see him like he's twisted his ankle, he's a bit fucked. It's because he... He, he was doing the dancing. The triathlete was it the only person who got an actual injury at the 40-hour <laughs> shot. Ironic. Um, also, also, in the end, Amy and Lance won after about 24 hours, but only because Billy, who was with Anne, feigned an injury and went down because they were all sick of it. He literally said, I'm fucking sick of this. Anne had been trying so hard to beat Amy because Amy was taking credit for it all. Um, and in the end, even she went, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> and they, just, they basically just sat the whole thing off. You, should, you definitely shouldn't get first place if it's a 40-hour foxtrot and you don't do the 40 hours. You've got to make it to the 40, haven't you? Yeah, that's well, what we were saying. Requirement. They changed the rules halfway through. The, the, the only ad... So they'd asked... Harold to provide the music for it because they'd heard he has like classical music on records or whatever so they'd asked him to record it onto a tape for them but they didn't realize and thinking he had a big collection that would last 40 hours but he only had one it turned out he only had one record that had 30 minutes so it was just this one tape <laughs> that they had to keep playing it wasn't like that's what they used for the show it was that was the storyline they only had this 30 minutes of music, so they had to just keep re rewinding it and playing it again. Uh, if only they had, like, the technology of, like, compact discs in 1999, eh? Where they could it's, just press repeat it. and it would just carry on repeating rather than... Yeah, they, they recorded it off Harold's gramophone and just had to keep playing the same fucking tape and <laughs> turning it over. And start rewinding it. That was it. Did, did the idea of the 40 hours not be justified at all? Because they could have just said... 
Last Man Standing and just gone for as long as it was. I think it was called that because they thought the name was catchy. Uh, Forty hour foxtrot. Fox Why not forty four hour foxtrot? There's more Fs. You need to get the F out. That would not work. <laughs> uh, also, side little story that was going on. There was this horrible girl. I don't know if she's still there. She's an horrible girl in school who was like getting Hannah into trouble. And she'd done some graffiti and everyone thought it was Hannah. Even Phil thought it was Hannah. So that is why Hannah at the moment is very uh, annoyed and angry with her family situation. Um, she's being a bit, yeah, but a, a token teenager. They all thought she was the graffiti person. She wasn't. It was this other bad girl. Okay. And, and, and I doubt we're ever going to see this bad girl again. Well, that's <laughs> it. She wasn't in any of the episodes what you told the, me to watch. What did the graffiti say? Go fuck yourself, you cunts. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bit extra for the neighbours at 5.35 on a weekday. But I can see where she was coming from. <laughs> Sarah Bowman is a slot just across the hair into the eye. Well, true. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think that... I don't know if I can top that with someone with the recap now, Tim. I do apologise. It's been a good podcast. Let, let's just Sorry, wrap it up that, there. Do the that outro. That's a lot of me talking there. Sorry, everyone. No, that's fine. That's fine. Everyone tunes in for you, Adam, anyway. Thanks. <laughs> Take a sip of your beer, mate. There we go. There we go. Copperberg passion fruit, is it? It's Copperberg oh, mixed fruit tropical, the limited edition. I can recommend it. It was only £4 for four in Tesco. That's a pound a, pound a can. Again. Once again, very Australian I, drink. This. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind listeners that we are open to sponsorship. Just going to drop that one there. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the I, all the fruity ciders are available. Yeah, but yeah, anyone that sponsors us are available. Uh, I am drinking uh, an Australian Australian drink, uh, a Canadian club and dry. Uh, not quite. I'm the, sure. I'm the only. I'm the only man out of the three of us, and I've just got bourbon. You've got bourbon. Oh, Has it got ice in it? Yeah. Hot day. Wait, not manly at all. Not manly. No, no. <laughs> it's not manly. Ice. Bourbon no. <laughs> whiskey. It is. It's, it's a drink teenagers use to, to get onto proper whiskey. Bullshit. <laughs> not having that. <laughs> you might as well be drinking of WKD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move on with the podcast. So, last when we left it last time, we didn't know where Paul was. Paul's estranged father had had contacted his uh, caseworker and said, oh, "I want to see Paul." Uh, but didn't he Paul, just disappear last disappeared. thing? We Paul had just fucked off. Uh, he just fucked off. Uh, but he is back. I did try looking online to see where the fuck he was. Uh, there was no information at all where he was. So speculation to where he was. Where, what do we think he was doing in this time? Maybe he actually did the 40 hours. He was, he'd was. he been there <laughs> the whole God. time putting in the hours because he got told it was a 40 hours and he was not leaving until he'd done the 40 hours. So a couple of days, isn't it? That's fair enough. That, that's a good explanation, Tim. Any, any explanations where he went? What Adam said, but he accidentally got the venue wrong, which is why no one knows where he is. Okay. So he was just dancing by himself somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say living in the woods for a bit. 
just just he just went and lived in the woods for a little bit i reckon maybe like caught a squirrel ate it <laughs> and then came back and that's what yeah, i think he, i think he just wanted there to reconnect in nature for a little while so um, is the squirrel now his pet or did he kill the squirrel no no he killed he ate the squirrel. squirrel he ate it skinned it ate it uh when what's he done with the skin is is it a hat now yes yes it is a little good times <laughs> no no are, are there are there squirrels in australia jay you should know good question uh, oh i don't know actually what uh, i don't i don't know all the facts i know i know most what? facts, but i don't know about squirrels i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say there are no squirrels there are no squirrels in australia, australia. i would have thought I would have thought a squirrel was probably the sixth most popular pet. Hold <laughs> on, go on. No, I'm going to say there's no squirrels in Australia at all. Not uh, a single one. If you are Australian or just have any knowledge, please let us know because that is interesting. It's always good to watch him fall flat on his fucking face. So, yeah, please, please let us know. Any squirrel fans uh, that are listening, yeah, please get in contact. Um, so yeah, Paul did none of those things, but he is now back, and his estranged dad did show up. Uh, we were all expecting him to be look really cool, maybe have a little of a biker jacket. I was thinking maybe sort of Bruce Willis. He looks like a homeless person, uh, and we find out he looks like a homeless person because he was an alcoholic. Do those two always go together? Uh, I mean, you've got a shirt on right now. You've done your hair nice. I feel like you're generalising a bit there for the for people who are do struggle and who are homeless and also people who do have like alcoholic problems as well. I'm sure some of them have homes. Alcohol like are you just putting them two together? Yeah, well I feel like eventually you just lose your home. It's just it's just a lift right. that keeps on going down. So, you know, you just keep on going down. You're like alcoholic, alcoholic, alcoholic. Oh, I'm late for work. Oh, I've lost my job. Oh, I've lost my house. Oh, so, so this is I'm eating squirrels. Right, so this this is this is the segment for this week. It's Jay's five stages of of alcoholism. <laughs> we'll I just like get to the end. I like that he did it to like it was in a lift though, and you're going down, alcoholic, alcoholic, late for work, lost your job. Like that goes just one <laughs> then the other. Bit late, lost your job. That's that's going oh. back to your management style again. What's that? What's that? You were stuck in traffic. You're fired. What's that? Your child was ill. Fired. I'm sort of like, you've got to go. And then house. Gone. What's that? You went out for a drink last night. Alcoholic. Fired. Alcoholic. Fired. Alcoholic. Fired. Stage four and five is homeless. Suicide. That That's how that goes. No, 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 not suicide. Just drinking yourself to death. That's slightly different from suicide. <laughs> You're not drinking to kill yourself. You're just drinking because you love to drink. You'd know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've definitely come the closest to being an alcoholic out of the three of us by a long shot. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's no denial there at all. Uh, well, at no point did I drink. Who's getting, no, who's getting messages? Who do you think? Uh, it's probably me. Let me... Uh... It, and, they'll, and they'll only be coming from down fucking stairs. Coming on with Paul's dad, uh, before we do slip down that slippery slope of death and alcoholism, uh, well, actually, no, he seems to be reformed now, actually, doesn't he? He seems to have... He's doing that... Uh, 
he's doing that that thing that the AA do where you go around and make peace with all the people that you've hurt. Now, I'm not sure what stage that is. Uh, I don't. I, I make my own stages up, so I don't really go off the official AA one. If I'm honest. Uh, other other stages of alcoholism are available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he leaves a box with Madge. And Madge is like, what the fuck? Why has he left me this weird box? He doesn't speak to Paul. Paul, like, cowers behind Madge and Harold while he's at the door, just kind of, like, looking. What's in the box? Uh, What's in the box? Sorry. What's in the box? We do find... It's Paul's out- mum's head. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's letters that have been returned from Paul's from Paul's dad. Um, I think he's trying to make the point that he was trying to make contact with him. Uh, basically yeah what they said was yeah the, the the letters were written by paul's dad to paul and sent to paul's when he was with his mum but his mum sent them all back she didn't want him to have anything to do with him because he was an alcoholic homeless man yeah so that i like i like your pronunciation of homeless man yeah it's, it's, it's like, not a, yeah. it's not a homeless man it's it's like yeah. a job title homeless he's man. a homeless man <laughs> what, what, what did you do what do you do for a living homeless man <laughs> it's a bit sexist, isn't it? Don't you mean homeless person? No, nope, homeless man. Homeless man. <laughs> so yeah, that's a pretty good way to throw shade onto someone, like very passive aggressively, going, "Well, I fucking know your mum's the bitch here, not me." Uh, and then we never hear of this storyline again, which is fantastic. And um, realizes <laughs> that there's letters, and then that's it. It's done with. We never hear about it again. Uh, do we? Do we know what's wrong with his mum? Why he, his mum couldn't look after him, and why he had to? I want to say dead. Oh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, he seems so happy. Yeah. Oh, what my life? That's nice. Ooh, I don't know if she was. You should have probably researched that, but. I imagine that's why he's not. He didn't have a home. I mean, she might be a homeless man. I don't know. I don't know what what his mum does for a living. Maybe she's only a part time homeless man though. Or she does ho- she does homeless manning for a hobby. I don't know. Okay, that would make sense if she's dead. Uh, and then he wouldn't be in a fit state to look after. I don't think this is the end of this storyline. I think she'll, I reckon Paul will leave the show by going off with his dad. I reckon there'll be a, a happy ending to this. I hope anyway. Not that kind of happy ending to him. You, oh. <laughs> hey, you're the one who just said he's going to get off with his dad. <laughs> and that's why I said happy ending at the end. <laughs> oh, lovely. Uh, so you don't think that's the end? I think that storyline's done now. But Adam doesn't. You reckon it's had its eight minutes of neighbor's glory and now it's gone? It has. There is far more pressing things to uh, press them. Come on. We press them. Uh, well, speaking of of exiting, uh, Lou comes back from a holiday with uh, Louise Lolly, his his daughter. Uh, he's been going seeing his other daughter Lauren, who we also didn't look after. Uh, by the way, just just let the one out there. Is it because he's an alcoholic as well? No. But he's a very hard-working businessman. Businessman? <laughs> that, I pronounced it like that. <laughs> he's a businessman. Uh, he is very hard-working businessman. Uh, thinking now that because his other daughter that he didn't look after got pregnant, 
obviously. Uh, didn't teach Do it on the holiday with Lou. Not with Lou, no. But she's pregnant. Isn't she like old now? Isn't she now about thirty? I feel like getting pregnant now is allowed if she's like a, an adult and and that like. I don't know. No? Isn't Lauren the one who's like Chinese? Because he has got like he has got a Chinese daughter. Fucking hell! I'm googling it. Where's <laughs> this going? He has got a Chinese daughter. He has. Shut and up. Storyline where. Cheryl, I'm pretty sure Cheryl thought Lou was having an affair with this Chinese woman, and it turns out that it was his daughter from when he went to uh, China. China, yeah. Lauren doesn't look a little bit Chinese. Okay. Lauren's got blonde hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the Chinese one? There's definitely a Chinese daughter. Come on, Tim. You're the fax man here. Come up with this. (laughs) <laughs> well, Wikipedia says he's only got two daughters. Um, one of them is, um, oh yeah, Lauren is his daughter, and Lolly is his adoptive daughter. What? What? I didn't know My... Lolly was adopted. I didn't know that. Either. I mean, no, I don't think that can look after her. Does fucking Lolly know this? This is a bombshell right here. Don't know. I mean, Wikipedia might have it wrong, but um, he's got one You're right, son. Though. Two granddaughters. Why he's not asked. <laughs> yeah, but if he's adopted her, you'd think he's like he's gone out of his way. He might be more asked. Well done. Maybe he's just trying to toughen her up. It's all he's figured it out. Maybe he just said to her one day, "You're fucking adopted, you." <laughs> <laughs> when then, she was one, and then just committed to committed to it. I was like, oh, "I told her this now. I better stick with it." But uh, anyway, Lou is. Uh, well, he's about to become a granddad and he's thinking about retiring and leaving Erinsborough completely. He goes to Phil and says, how much am I worth? And Phil's like, I don't know, I'm going to have to have a look. And he, so, he, so he's like, oh, you're going to have to give me some time to go through the numbers. And then he literally comes back about 20 minutes and goes, how much, how, how much am I fucking worth here? And Phil's like, can you just like give me the night to have a look over? He is the financial advisor, though. You'd think he'd kind of have a ballpark figure for him straight away. Like he's found Tim's found a Chinaman. Chinaman. <laughs> China. <laughs> a China woman. Right. I'm gonna have to keep digging. But um, what's her name? Lauren Carpenter's half sister, Ling Mei Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this connection is. That definitely sounds more Chinese than Lauren, to be fair. That does sound Chinese. I'll be honest, that sounds Chinese. I mean, I, I can, called that, so. I can show you a picture of... Um, I don't know if she was ever in Neighbours. I think she might have been. I can show you a picture of what she looks like now. It's the only picture I can find. She's 57 now. Okay. That, that, that is in neighbors yeah. or the 57 in real life she's 57 in real life now she's singaporean born australian actress kim lam okay um get her on get her on get her on, <laughs> get her on. Get her on and get her to explain this shit. <laughs> this is really confusing oh. ling may is lou carpenter's daughter okay so she he does he does eventually she's not listed racist but yeah she she is his daughter but she's not there yet lauren is her half-sister obviously just because 
She's also legitimately loose, but she's not the Chinese one. Okay. Also, I'm saying Chinese. Um, <laughs> that that like I've so far just on this one article, I've got Cambodia, Singapore, Vietnam. No idea where she's I actually from. Are they? Are they just lumping all those countries together? Are they just going? Ah, you one of them? <laughs> it, it, the character was referenced in 2013 when Lou is persuaded to get back in contact with her. After Lou sends Ling Mei an email, she asks him to visit her in Cambodia. What the fuck? <laughs> the, <laughs> remember, that this is a good 20 years after we're watching. They they had to come up with some shit for Lou, it, it would seem. <laughs> Do you, know what? Do you know what? I love it when we deep dive into Neighbours Law. Because kind it of worms this, isn't it? Absolute fucking gems, doesn't it? There might, there might be fuck all going on right now, but Jesus Christ, there is a right gold mine there. <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> well, so we'll, get... we'll have to do like a, a dive, like a deep dive different episode at some point where one of us goes back and watches like the Kylie and the Margot Robbie episodes and some of us goes like to super recent and we just we just have a look at like Lou's entire trajectory. You just want to perv on Margot Robbie, that's why you suggested that. We'll do some time travel Not gonna deny it. Do some Holly Valance as well. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, one of the things, one of the folklore thing I wanted to bring up, so Lou's having a conversation with Madge in the coffee shop because it's instantly got around that he's potentially leaving. He's told Drew and Drew is the Drew's fucking telling everyone. He is the biggest gossip I've ever seen. He is worse than Madge for this. He literally goes, he literally goes to the pub and goes, guess who's fucking leaving? He does. <laughs> he does. Oh, no, he, sh- yeah, yeah, he shows up. And then he shows up at Tony and Sarah's and goes, guess what I found out about Lou? He's lit. He's, he's really weird. Everybody. It, it's like he's walking around the set of neighbours just going from one place to the other, one <laughs> scene to another and going, Guess what? <laughs> really weird. Well, yeah, it, out of all the characters, not in Lou's ca- in Drew's character at all no, to do that. Really weird. Well, yeah, Lou, Lou's having a conversation with Madge in the coffee shop, and Madge is like, "I heard you leaving," and Lou's like, "Well, I don't know. I, you know, I've really embedded myself in the community." And he went, "I was mayor here once. <laughs> Fucking mayor." I well, do remember that in a way. I d- that does ring a bell, you know. So I can picture him with the with the whatever yeah, is it called thing. a garland, whatever it is. Do you know what? I think he- there is potential for a spin-off podcast of the life and times of Luke Carpenter. <laughs> he, he if we can get him on. Be, he'd very much be a mayor diamond Joe Quimby kind of mayor as well. He would be full <laughs> on mayoring about mayoring about. He'd be a great mayorman, I imagine. <laughs> full of cash everywhere, wouldn't they? Hookers all over the show. And he'd be so blatant about it as well. He would not give a fuck. I imagine the power rent absolutely went to his head when he was mayor. Did he, do you think he yeah. got like the whole chains and stuff as well and the big robe that mayor's Definitely. Got? That's why I just said. I, I, can al- I can almost... I feel like I can remember him wearing something like that. I can. I reckon he probably walked, walked about, like on, on the show, wearing <laughs> just the chain. <laughs> that's it <laughs> and then he was saying to everyone do you want to feel how heavy my chain is I reckon that's it was stuff like that he was definitely and then they'd do his Lou laugh it'd be great great watch that <laughs> but he was wearing it like a loincloth <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so 
As a little side note, if you watch the uh, opening credits, Caitlin, still in the opening credits, hasn't been on the show for about 40 episodes now, still getting top billing with Sarah. So every episode yep. says Sarah and Caitlin. It does. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Fit. <clears throat> oh, okay. I was going to say laziness, but no, fine. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly why they know exactly what they're doing there. They're like, hmm, should we change the one with the two girls? They got Ben out straight the fucking way. Yeah. Ben was straight out of those. And then they did ones with Caitlin and Sarah on the road. And they're still in because they're like, hmm, do we want to take out the, the two bikini-clad babes in this, this opening sequence? No, nah, I think we'll leave that in for a couple of years. But none of the people are on the show. Doesn't matter. I'm glad you said babes then. Babes. Like, because that, fit, that fits in with the fact that it is from 1998. <laughs> just some of your lingo. <laughs> yeah, and it just hasn't moved on, I thought. It's just competing with Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. I would say some of the, uh, some of the actresses that have used hasn't moved on from 1998 as well, but nah. That's a set, that's a set of question. <laughs> we don't mean you, Emily. We don't mean you. She's not listening to you, mate. <laughs> uh, okay, so speaking of Sarah Beaumont, um, she's, she's fucking... Do you know when I said she's going to move the fuck on very quickly? She moved the fuck on very quickly. She is getting quite hot and heavy with Alex, the guy who works at the hospital, kind of where the traumatised kids are. Um, she's such a home-wrecking douchebag. What do you make of this Alex character? Uh, he's massively punching. Let's be honest. He's yeah. not a he's not a handsome guy at all. Uh, no. Do seems... you think he might end up being he, some kind of psycho or some sort of dodgy guy in some way? Well, he seems nice enough at first, but they always do. They always do. They always do. But then Sarah, uh, Sarah starts explaining because. He's been hearing whispers about Carl and he's noticed that some people are, are giving Sarah the eye in the coffee shop and they're steering clear. And like, I think she has a bit of an altercation with Bill in the coffee shop and Alex is like, what's that about? Uh, so she tells him about Carl. Uh, and then that's when it seems to switch for me. Uh, it just, he just, he goes from nice guy to very possessive and very pushy all of a sudden, uh, which instantly gets Sarah on the back foot there. He's, he's giving her all those presents of frogs. Do you not think that's a bit weird? Oh, that was a fucking stupid storyline. So get this right, so Tim. <laughs> let me explain this to you. So Toady is getting gifts of love, and he's getting lots of different toads. So big porcelain toads, garden toads, little ones. He's getting all these toads. And he's like, oh, he's an, he's an annoying girlfriend. Oh, she's sending me all these gifts. I can't believe it. It's great. It doesn't she love me so much. Isn't this wonderful? Uh, but at any time, did you think these were foretold from his girlfriend? Well, yeah, because they were clearly toads. No, they weren't. They were they were clearly frogs. And the, this storyline only happened after Sarah told this Alex guy that at school people called her froggy. So I was <laughs> like, well, well, it's this this guy's giving her frogs then, because that's a frog. And she's just like, it's literally just come up that she's known as froggy. And then all of a sudden, all these frogs are coming to her house. <laughs> And they were like, oh, Tony was like, oh, they must, they must be for me. I'm sat there watching it thinking, they're not. So this is, well, this is stupid. <laughs> but you, you, you thought they were. So no, there you go. I had no idea she was called Froggy, Tim. Uh, 
Tim, I'd like some speculation why your high school nickname was Froggy. Go. Go, Tim. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, she did a really good frog splash. No, but I like that. Nope. I like that one. Um, really big mouth. No, although if you follow her on Twitter, possible. Um, is, is she kind of scaly and green and lives in a pond? Or did she? Not what I've seen. Oh. Uh, did she win the, 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 the junior high jump? Uh, nope. Did she jump over nope, that- it? Slightly hit the pole, but it didn't come off fully, so it didn't count, and they won that. And and NFL. also have, have technically one extra jump, so doesn't count for me if I'm being honest. <laughs> Tim's looking very lost right now. This is a uh, <laughs> so this is a very sore point for Adam because Adam was a very important <laughs> man back in his younger days. Uh, a what? A very Portly sportsman. Sportyman, yes. <laughs> what do you do left for a living? I'm a sportyman. Exactly. So I was a sportyman, an aspiring sportyman back in the day. I used to win Good. everything. It uh, uh, used to win everything. He used to win that all the races. Uh, he 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 just won everything. But one year, I beat him on the high jump through controversial means. Bullshit. It was absolute bullshit. <laughs> People like like. Obviously, the Euros have been on and they've been showing all England's problems like the hand of God or dodgy penalties or whatever this far, far out. It tops it completely. It's absolute bullshit. I like, would... It's not my fault that I won everything. I get that that was annoying for everyone. I honestly do get that. That's That must be shit. I can't be penalised for that, though. And that's what I feel happened. I feel like that year they thought, nah, we can't have been winning this. What would be a great, like, underdog heroic story? What, what, you can't say, I, can, I almost said a word then that I'm not going to say. What, you know, what other child with maybe the odd problem could we give this award to? <laughs> can we give him, the, we can't give him the 100 metres because that's a bit of a high, pro, let's give him the high jump. How can we do it? That's what they did. You fucked me over, Mrs. Smith, absolute knobhead. No, I, I like to think I'm the Diego Maradona of the high jump. Arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Cheating, un- drug-taking, arsehole. No, un- <laughs> just, just pure genius. Uh, which what did- actually happened then? What are you saying? How, how so, did he cheat on the high jump? He didn't He didn't cheat. He did, he did his jump. He, he clipped the bar. The bar didn't fall off, so fair play. That should still count. But what they then, if this is how I remember it, it was decided that because he'd jumped that and the bar hadn't come off, that he was declared the winner. I never got a chance to actually have one more jump. I am still owed one last jump on that <laughs> high jump. I don't care when it comes. Hey. I'm happy to do it now and film it for the podcast. I'm let's, not bothered. Let's do it. Let's do that. I am owed one more jump. And if, if you know what, and if I, do, if I knock the bar off, it's all yours, all is forgiven. I feel like I was denied that one last jump. I'm into this. Can you remember how high it was? Oh, that's a big question there. No, I can't imagine it being too high because that was like the equivalent of year four now. So we must have only been nine. I'm gonna contact say- the school. <laughs> it, it, it'll be we on, on their nine. records. <laughs> you were nine, and I remember this. Twenty. I. You know what? I was thinking around that. To be fair, so. So we'll set it at one meter twenty, and we'll settle okay. it. Okay. 
Yeah, you, you guys do that, have your little competition, and then I'll make my separate video where I clear it and just go, fuck you both. <laughs> I don't think you would, Tim. Well, oh, we've got a challenge. It. We've got a challenge now. Well, speaking of athletes or sportsmen, uh, we've got Joel, who you have mentioned before, that got injured yep. doing, doing the Foxtrot, doing a 40-hour... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Race. Sorry, I know you're going to get onto this, and we will get onto it. Do you want to know the real reason why she's called Froggy? Why should uh, yeah. Oh, do you want me to do that at the end or another podcast? We could keep this going. Maybe on Patreon. It's worth quid this. Actually, it's not. Leave it to the end. Leave it to the end. Let's keep let's keep people interested. Do we come back at the end? All right. If you're listening, have a little think yourselves now. Um, and then I'll come back at the end and tell you if I remember. Okay. <laughs> also, it's it's not exciting or interesting, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> what the rest of the podcast or just just the reveal? Just, just to reveal the rest. There's some dynamite coming up. I can tell. There's some dynamite. Well, because yeah, Joel uh, is injured and he's getting some physiotherapy off Ruth, and he, he's quite content, you know, to 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 go through the physiotherapy and you know, uh, ease his way back into triathlons and competitions. However, he gets a letter from Dominator Sports, who he's been on at A for ages now. He says because he wants them to sponsor him, and they've said, yeah, we're going to come down to the triathlon in two weeks' time. To look at you, and if you're good, we'll sponsor you and give you loads of money. So and free shit, and free shit as well. He did actually say free shit is included. So he's got a dilemma now because he wants this sponsor so badly because he's been on at them, and it's Dominator Sports. They're you know absolute titan of uh, of, of, what? of athletics. So in Australia, what what sort of level would you put that? What like sports brand, would you say dominate sports are in Australia? Uh, you have an Australia fact? They're, well, they're probably not the, the first one. I'd say maybe about the sixth best sports brands <laughs> <laughs> in Australia. Uh, Cody straight away is like, oh, brilliant. I'll be your manager. I'll take 10%. Like an absolute fly on shit. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. I'll be. I'll, I'll be brilliant. I'll, I'll I'll do all your negotiations. Don't worry. I'll look after you. This this could be my job now. I'm going to quit uni. I'm going to quit radio. This is it. This is our life sorted now. Doesn't Toadie end up becoming a lawyer or something like that? Potentially. Possibly. There's 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 something like that. I don't know. What, yeah, something in that area. He tried to do it some later date. So that this might be the beginning of it. It could be. He goes through high end sports contracts. But well, he kind of puts him off. Joel has a bit of fun with him, doesn't he? And says, like, you have to run alongside the bike while I'm practicing. He's, he get, he starts giving him all, like, the shitty shitty job sort of thing. And you can tell Toadie's kind of having second thoughts a little bit with that. He thought he was just going to take the money and run sort of thing, didn't he? Well, take the money and run. And then... He didn't want to do the running, unfortunately. And do a swim and then finish off on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he eventually puts Toadie off because he makes him go for a run and Toadie's like, yeah, fuck this. This is far too much hard work. Uh, so Toadie respectively declines his offer of manager, uh, which then Joel just winds him up and goes, oh, no, I'm devastated now. I'll leak it in, you fat fuck. Do you think this is going to go <laughs> fucking hell, bit harsh? 
Um, do you think this is going to go the way of Joel pushing himself too far and injuring himself and blowing his big chance or what? It's kind of looking that way, but is that too <laughs> obvious even for fucking neighbours? <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think it's going to go that way. They kind of went that way with the Caitlin storyline, if you remember, when she was pushing herself to be out, but they never saw it through. No. Nope. Uh, because there was no room for them in that street. Uh, have we figured out who's living in that spare house yet? No one. No, no one is still, no one's in the house, from what I can tell. Maybe it's, it's still a spare house. house. Maybe that's where Paul was. Maybe just chilling in that house. In the house. Could be. Could be. Uh, so we're moving on from sportsmen uh, to sporty men. Uh, businesswoman. You've killed it. He's done now. (laughs) Gone. Because we're next going to talk about the Mad storyline. Who has a brand new enemy? And wow, what an enemy this woman is! Her name is Hilary Grant, and she is very posh and very English. And she is head of the Business Women Business Women Association for Erinsborough. Yeah. And she just never seen this woman before, never heard of her, never been mentioned. Like there's characters that get mentioned, like Pinhead was a character who gets mentioned and you see him every now and again. You see Cassandra at the coffee shop. This woman is apparently a pillar of society, never been mentioned before. Shows up at the coffee shop one day and goes, Oi Madge, you're doing a, you're doing a talk tomorrow for the business, <laughs> business woman's uh, bar. Well, yeah, because it's weird because Madge has never been to a businesswoman's conference or group before either. It's not like this is something Madge goes to and this woman's been put in charge of it. And or she, Madge has never mentioned or been to this thing before in her life. But apparently it's a really big thing. And now, yeah, as you say, she's going to be the guest speaker. She's got to do a full-on talk at the, the one that's in two days' time or something. It's, it's really weird. It comes out of absolutely fucking nowhere. Uh, yeah, and then Madge is like, well, I've not had a... No, I've not heard about this. She's like, well, I sent you a letter. I definitely posted it. She's like, well, I haven't fucking got it. She's like, well, I definitely posted it. She's like, well, I haven't fucking got it. So that's pretty much that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I posted it. I've not got it. You, I posted it, though. Not got it. Not got it. Well, um, then I didn't understand it. Well, I know why, because it wouldn't be a story. But why didn't Maj go, fuck you, I'm not doing it? <laughs> Which would be a very much. It, it, it would. It would fit in with her character. Like, she didn't get it, as, as you quite rightly pointed out quite a few times. Just say, didn't get it, really sorry, pretty busy here. My foster kid's only just turned up. He's, he's having trouble with his dad. Um, Harold keeps playing the tuba. I just haven't got time, really sorry. No, but she... T- but no. No, she's like, do you know what? I will write the best fucking speech you've ever heard in your life. Yep. She, she drops what she's doing, fucks, she closes the cafe early. It's like, now fuck this. I don't need, I don't need money to run this business. I don't need, I don't need these patrons here. We need patrons, by the way. Just, uh, just saying, patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. Uh, <laughs> and she writes this speech. So then she writes this speech and it's like six, seven pages long and she's dead proud of it. And she's reading it to Harold and Harold's like, oh, this is really good. But Matt said, again, Matt says, it's a bit out of character for Matt. She's like, oh, I'm not very good at public speaking. Which she clearly is. She clearly has done public speaking loads of time before and is very confident in herself. Uh, so she's doing a bit of practicing now. And I was like, yeah, it's a good speech. You're going to do really well, love. 
Uh, and then she, she shows up at her house and she goes, oh, you've only got five minutes, so I cut off that speech. <laughs> I might as well, if I was you, I'd just fucking write it again. <clears throat> well, she says, don't she? She says, just take out all the boring bits. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Madge is fucking fuming. Yeah. Why Madge hasn't just absolutely decked her at this point, I have no idea. Yeah. Why she tolerates this woman at all. She must have some power over these businesses then. That's the only reason, I imagine. Uh, but she does write another speech and they do go to the uh, the businesswoman's association meeting. Any Tim, any ideas where they've held this meeting? Considering it's, <laughs> it's a pillar, it's, uh, the mayor's there, there's all these businesswomen, the pillars of society, all great, you know, all give great givers to the community. Where do you think this is held? Well, there are two good options. I don't think... As much as I'd like it, was it Tommy? Tommy Tucker's is, is a good option. It's the pub. Uh, or was I right the first time? You was right the first time. It was little, yeah. of course, because that's where everything say. fucking happens now. Do they all get up and sing as well? <laughs> they've, they've built this set, so they're like, fuck it, everything is happening in this kid's restaurant now. Um, well, they didn't have kids singing, but Madge did get a standing ovation for a speech. Killed it. She absolutely killed it. We don't get to hear all the speech, but she does have a cracking meat pie story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Cuts to the scene, and she's just talking about these meat pies. And she's like, well... Everyone's fucking loving it, though. Honestly, it's like she's just delivered a speech at the White House. It's, It's... Absolute standing ovation. I'm sure. I'm sure someone throws flowers at her at some point. Someone picture in Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she tells a cracking meat pie story uh, about how one day she sought out a meat pies, and then she knew from that day on the business would be okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I actually, I do believe now that she, uh, the coffee shop, is the sixth biggest seller of meat pies in Australia. <laughs> she's doing very very well for herself there uh i didn't realize meat pies were such a big thing in australia but yeah they fucking love them did you not know that they fucking love meat know. pies i know I, I mean i don't know all the australia again i don't know all the australia facts i think meat pies are a very big thing a bit like the ra in a way at like sporting events i think they they, they love a pie at a sporting event an aussie rules match or something i think they nail the pie because they're good at th- they're good for throwing as well. So if you like pies, yeah, so you, you know, if, if you're a sports <laughs> hooligan, then, then you can. Oh, fucking hell. You're out. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. <laughs> okay, hooligan so that, That's the match storyline covered. Uh, the only other really storyline I wanted to talk about was Carl. Uh, yeah, because we we were thinking when we when we came and watched these, when you watched these episodes, that he'd he'd like he'd be all fucked up. He would have grown a beard, and it doesn't sound like that's what's happened. Well, you see, you know, physically he seems to be holding it together. Everything on the outside seems okay. You know, he's he looks still all right. He's, shirt and tie, and he's still going to work. I thought he might have sacked that off, but he's still he's still there. He's still doing stuff at the surgery, and that, as I say, he was at the. Uh, 40 hour fox shot doing the, the first day there he's still getting about but you can tell mentally emotionally he is struggling bless him 
He really is. He looks <clears throat> he looks on a nice face. Have you also noticed as well the surgery is not busy at all? There's no one coming to him anymore. And I don't know if that's because of the reputation. Uh, Do you want to know what I think the reason is? Go on. Sarah don't work in reception anymore. Very true. Very true. There we go. Because he doesn't have a receptionist at all now because he did because he fired Harold. So he doesn't have any receptionist at all now. He's his own receptionist. Do you think he shagged Harold in a motel as well? Only yeah. Tim would say that. Only Tim would think that. Only Tim would have come I out. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he fired Harold because Harold had problems with his, uh, you know, because he's Christian and all that kind of stuff. And he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't feel comfortable working for Carl. He was about to quit. And Carl went, no, fuck that. You're fired. Get the fuck out of my office. Because of what happened with Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, Harold was going to quit. Hell, I didn't know this. He fired him. Wow. I know. So he's got no receptionist now and no ill people at all. To look after. No illsmen. Well, there's no one there to book any fucking appointments. There's not going to be, is there? True. I'm ignoring <laughs> it now. I'm going. ignoring it. <laughs> You're ridiculous. You've well and truly killed this joke. <laughs> Yeah, Carl's- it could have just been Illman, but you had to say Illsman for some reason, which doesn't mean anything. Uh, but someone does come into the uh, into the surgery, and it's Susan. And they seem fairly cordial. Oh, Bill shows up at some point as well to ask for advice about something. He's wondering whether to quit school or get a job because he's got a job as a carpet salesman or something like that. He's a carpenter, you fucking dick. <laughs> A carpet salesman. That's someone who's <laughs> half paying attention, in it? He's, he's clearly been working on his woodwork. He has been making furniture. He made some picture frames. They, they have a big conversation about the furniture at this place. He's really good, and he could see himself working there and being creative and sharing his passion. And you've heard carpet... And gone, carpet salesman? Well, he's not carpet. I thought carpenter was someone who did carpets. Do you think you think Jesus no, was a carpenter, did. do you? He did. You thought Jesus <laughs> sold carpets? I did. <laughs> I legit did. Because it would make Oh dear. It how how old have you have I I I was gonna say how old were you? Like, are you are you today old when you learned yeah. what the word carpenter means? Really? <laughs> I thought it was carp. Uh, I just because it sounds similar to carpet. I just thought it was one of the same thing. I thought Jesus would sell like at least no, maybe not whole carpets, but rugs at least. Magic carpets. Well, I just like to pray on and stuff. I thought it <laughs> would just sell rugs. Oh God, we haven't had one of these for a while. This is amazing. No, this, and this one is this one. This one might top the lot, to be honest with you. This is pretty this is, special, and this is full on genuine as well. Yeah, this isn't like oh, this is a bit funny. Else, this is like, but this is something like because you do like Joseph or Joseph was a carpenter or whatever when you're like four years old. Like that's like a no. <laughs> And it's in all the old stuff, like all fairy tales and storybooks. It's like carpenter, right? Okay, works with wood and that. But you <laughs> thought that meant carpet salesman. I did. <laughs> oh, so okay, so well, okay, so he's. I mean, I'll be honest. None of the rest of this podcast matters now. 
that's 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 going to be after after be how you end the podcast. We've talked about pretty much everything. Uh, see see you next time. We'll find out what happens. But you, that's ridiculous. Well, actually, actually, can you can you can you not send us out with the uh, why why she's called Froggy? Is that how we end? Can we end the podcast there? Oh, I can come up with yeah. that. Do all the other stuff. I'll tell you why she's called Froggy. There's no point now because it won't top that. So, <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you very much for listening to the Neighborhood Rewatch podcast. I have been your host of sorts, JK. Uh, we have had Tim. Hello and goodbye. Uh, and we have had Adam as well, who is going to tell us the froggy reason in a second. Just going to give quick plugs. Uh, so some plugs. Are you going to say what we're doing next time as well? Have you got any more episodes for us? Or oh, I totally haven't forgot. Oh, yeah. No, I have I have remembered that. Uh, I'll do the quick plugs. So we've Twitter, Instagram, at WatchNeighbor. Of course, patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch to sponsor us for just a pound a month plus VAT. You can listen to the unedited ad-free versions of this podcast. Um, because we're going to have some conversations about this off air, I'm absolutely sure. Uh, the next lot of episodes we'll watch him. I don't want to do it a little time jump again because I don't like feeling a little bit lost about it. So we're going to go straight to the next episode, 3143 through to 3147, Adam. So that's going to be the next episode. So make sure you tune into these. But this is the moment you've been waiting for. Adam, take it away. Why is Sarah called Froggy? So the reason why she's called Froggy is in, you might remember this guys as well, and people at home, in biology in school, and this might be an Australia thing, you'll be able to tell us this because you know stuff about Australia. They cut up frogs in biology class. Okay? That that was a thing. Um, I don't know if that's the sixth animal that they cut up in biology class in Australia or not. They might have started with some other more Australian things. Tell me five Australian animals that you cut up before a frog. Go! Kangaroo! Koala! Quentin, Bingo. Uh, Kookaburra. Quentin. Donovan. <laughs> Jason Donovan. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. So the sixth one is a frog. Sarah refused to cut up the frog because she's so nice and, and not just a slut like she's in the show. She's nice <laughs> as well. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't cut up the frog. What she did was she took the frog home as a pet and looked after it and had a pet frog and since and after that all the other kids at school gave her some shit and called her froggy uh is that frog still alive do we know i feel like the whole story was bullshit but there you go that, that yeah i don't i don't think there ever was a frog to be honest with you i think she was bullshitting okay, well, there we go that, sorry and on that bombshell that is the end of the podcast thank you very much for listening again follow us on twitter follow us on instagram Subscribe to us on Patreon. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah, I've got an outro, haven't I? What are you building up to that? It was just this pause, and you two just kind of looking at me going, anything else you want to say? <laughs> uh, well, there is something. Well, it's funny you asked. There is something else I want to say. I just wanted to say to you, Adam, and to you, Tim, you've been great friends, and we've watched some great neighbours. See you next week. I actually went to only, end the call. only just made I it. I was just going to end the call then. <laughs> <laughs> I was really That'd tempted. All right. I was really tempted as you were explaining to go. I'm sorry, we haven't got time, and just cut the call. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Right, you you go and get yourself a fucking dictionary. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I just, uh, well, it's not though. even carpentry. It's carpentry. <laughs> <laughs>